Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda Williams, and I thank you so much for joining me today. If you are new to the show, Reiki Radio airs every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And if you miss any of the episodes, you can always go back and listen in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Reiki Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast, which is free, and it's on iTunes, listed under Reiki Radio. So, this is the first show of November, and I am really excited about this month. October was a tough one, and, you know, it was full of change and release and so much growth. And it was really that Scorpio energy bringing things to the surface for us to face and, you know, giving us opportunities to heal and in some cases rebuild. Um, The sign of Scorpio is all about revealing everything that we have hidden and it also supports our transformation. So last month was very eventful for many of us and it feels really good to be in this new energy. Um, speaking of Scorpio, because um, a lot of times on the show I talk about the signs and the moon being in different signs, and people ask me or send me emails asking about more detail. So when you think of Scorpio, um, I think of the phoenix rising from the ashes. The sign of Scorpio is ruled by the planet Pluto. So You can think of it as like an energy that destroys or clears the path so that you can can have an opportunity to rebuild, rebuild and transform how you choose. But the key to all of it is always remembering that you have choice. So you want to look at how you're going to rebuild or how you will choose to transform and how you'll deal with the process of transition. And that's why we're here on Reiki Radio, so that we can support each other through the journey. But as I was saying before, here we are in November, and we're moving into the energy of Sagittarius at the end of this month. But before we get there, the full moon is going to be in Taurus tomorrow on November 6th. And as we've discussed many times, the full moon is a great energy for releasing your desires into the universe and a time where we can allow universal energy to support us in our process of co-creation. So if you received my newsletter yesterday, you know that this Taurus energy will help us reground, feel like we have our feet firmly planted back on the earth And after all of the movement in October, you may notice that things feel a little more settled already, even though we're only five days into this month. And typically, Taurus is known for stability and routine, but we've been given so many opportunities to do things differently. So with that, if you have been questioning your direction or feel you've been recently thrown for a loop, now would be a really good time to reflect on what you've learned, how you've grown, 
and consider your options so that you can choose how you will move forward from here. Also, I also um, want to remind you to always be aware of where you're focusing your energies. Now, remember, this year, 2014, has been all about our self-exploration and our growth. So if you haven't done it to this point, which I can't imagine you haven't, you do want to take some time to really focus on you. Um, Actually, a few nights ago, I hosted a free webinar, and it was called Union of Self, and it was all about acknowledging who you are and what you are, both your physical and non-physical being. And it included some exercises to help us look at our behaviors and our patterns. And ultimately, it was to help you realize the role you play in your life and the importance of nurturing yourself on all levels. Now, all of these components influence how you live your life and how you experience your life. So if you missed it, you can access the recording on my Facebook page, which is under Yuchi Wellness, or you can also um, access it by signing up for my newsletter at yuchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. And the link is in the November newsletter. Now, as we move through this month of November, we will be supported in actualizing our dreams. And like I said, later in the month, we'll be in the energy of Sagittarius. And the new moon will actually be in Sagittarius on November 22nd. Now, the new moon is when we set our intention And it's also a time that's very um, representative of new beginnings. And then we have this Sagittarian energy, which is all about exploration and taking risks. So whatever you've been considering in support of living in alignment with your heart, now is going to be a great time to create a sturdy foundation for yourself. And again, of course, You know, we do want to be mindful of what we're putting our energy into. And remember, it's about focusing on what you do want rather than lingering in thought about what you don't want. So if you have been in um, a strange space recently, we'll say, now is a good time to step out of complaint and step out of doubt. Release any stories that don't support your forward movement and growth. When you change your mind, you change your life. And regardless of what you've gone through, consider how much you've done to get where you are now. And with that, I just want to say, even if you don't think you're where you want to be, you are exactly here right now for a reason. You have learned so much, and if you choose to see the new opportunities that are right in front of you, you can ease into a space of gratitude and receive in the highest and best ways. And believe me, you know, I understand it can be challenging to see the light ahead when we're more concerned with knowing exactly where the light is leading us, right? And This can be especially challenging when we're at a fork in the road and we're faced with 
the decision of going down roads that are familiar to us or choosing to venture in new directions. So that's what we're going to dive into today, braving the unknown. Um, There are many components to this, but I want to make sure that you know the three main keys just to make this very simple. And those will be gratitude, trust, and allowing. Now, if you listen to the show regularly, you know that I share my experiences with you because I know that aspects of our journeys are similar and you didn't find me on Reiki Radio by accident. We've connected for a reason. I really do believe that we find what we're looking for and we attract the answers to our questions. So it has always been important to me to be very open with you on the show in hopes that what I've learned will help you on your path. And of course, it's nice for all of us to know that we're not alone in these experiences and that there are other people out there who understand. Okay, so with that said, um, I want to share with you what I've learned about braving the unknown, which I am still doing. Um, In fact, the other night I was in the shower and I was staring out the window at the stars and I could see Orion, um, the constellation Orion from the window and I was completely captivated and I was looking at the stars and wondering why I chose to come back into this lifetime. Um, Of course, I know that we come back to learn and to evolve. And I've always known that I've wanted to help other people. But I'm still in the process of discovering what that looks like. And so I was just questioning, like, what does it look like, (laughs) you know, ultimately? And I had to really stop myself for a moment within the thought and acknowledge that all of what I've been learning over the years has helped me grow in so many ways. And it's a continual process. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And so many things have um, unfolded just through the process of my growth. And as many of you know, I started this journey of energy work and studying metaphysics about five years ago now. And it started when I was at one of my, you know, turning points in life and I wanted to do things differently. And at that time I was seeking direction and trying to figure out how to live with more purpose. I wanted to do work that I enjoyed and to do something that mattered to me. But again, I had no idea what that looked like. I only knew that I wanted to help. So... I signed up for a meditation class, and along the way, I began studying Reiki, and I had no expectation. I was just really curious and exploring. My only real goal was to release the stress and anxiety around all the questions I had about where I was going and how I was living. I just wanted clarity. So... Without knowing what was to come, I kept studying and working on myself. 
And I began healing on so many levels, and I began to acknowledge what truly mattered to me. And what was interesting is that all of the stress and anxiety transformed into excitement and even more curiosity. So with that, I kept going and exploring new techniques and learning new things and discovering even more about myself. Um, And in the process of it all, my perspective about life began to change and the way I viewed other people and how I was participating in life began to change. So it took a little while, but at some point I started practicing Reiki and other techniques on my friends and family. And in time, they started telling their friends to call me for sessions. Okay, so as I said, I really had no idea of how I was going to help people. And at that point, I was no longer stressed about what I was going to do. I was just really enjoying everything that I had learned. And I was even learning through sharing um, the techniques and practicing on other people. So I say this to say... um, All of that is really the first key to braving the unknown. It's simply gratitude. In that space, I stepped out of fear and I was just thankful to have the opportunities to apply what I was learning. And I was moving into the unknown, but it was without hesitation and without trying to restrict what was to come. Now, when I started to realize that what I was learning was helping me so much and that I was able to help others, I decided to take Reiki Master Level training so that I could teach what I was learning. And um, actually, one of the things that really stood out to me and kind of made things click was when a friend of mine told me how much change she noticed in me, that she noticed um, a lot of shift in who I was or how I was um, sharing myself. So anyway, I took master level classes, but right after my master level training, my stepfather passed away. So as many of you know, I'm here in San Diego, California, but I did my master level training in Seattle, Washington. And I literally went from Seattle, where my training was, straight to North Carolina, where my stepfather was in the hospital at the time. And so long story short, what I thought was going to be a one-week trip to visit turned into a three-week trip and, you know, a life-changing event. So at that time, my momentum was gone, and I was moved into grief and worry about my mom and things shifted and I had new focus. I had to go through a new level of processing and self-healing and then when I returned home to San Diego, I also had to deal with another change. Um, At that time, my ex and I were living together and they um, were planning to move to another state. So it was just more change (laughs) added to my plate. So in the small space of time, 
I was at the beginning stages of creating my own business. I was grieving. I was worried about my mother, and my living situation was changing. All of this was happening at one time. But fortunately, at this point, I had tools to help me avoid experiencing stress at the magnitude that I had before. But I was back in the waters of the unknown. So just when I thought I had finally obtained some clarity, I had made a decision about the direction I was going and what I was going to do, life happened and I was back um, in the unknown. So this is where the second key to braving the unknown came in, and that is trust. What saved me from absolute panic and breakdown was my ability to trust that all things were unfolding in my best interest. And somehow I was able to see and know in my heart that these changes would either help me or hurt me, but the direction was really up to me. I knew that how I chose to deal with everything going on around me and my perspective and the stories I told myself would ultimately affect the outcome. So I could either crumble in fear of the unknown or be in gratitude that I still had choice in my life and on my path. Now, I also had to trust that my mom would be okay. You know, she had to go through her process in her own way, and I had to honor that. And believe me, that was one of the toughest experiences in my life and one of the greatest lessons, really. Um, When someone we love is hurting, we want to take care of things in the way we think it should be done. So we often try to force our opinions and tell people how we think they should handle their experience. But at the end of the day, we all have choice and we all deal with things differently. So in that, I learned to lovingly support without trying to control. And again, you know, it was harder than I can express, but I had to trust that she would go through her own process in the best way for her. And think about it, when we are so wrapped up in what we believe is best for another person, we often miss out on seeing or truly hearing what they believe is best for them. And again, we all have our own journeys. Now, of course, there are times when we may find it necessary to intervene and speak up. But what we're discussing today is more about trusting your own intuition to guide you when you're not certain about what lies ahead and allowing others to the benefit of doing the same for themselves. Now, with that, I do want to point out, um, for those of you who are light workers, this applies to your practice. When clients come and share whatever they may be going through, It is so important to stay in a neutral space. It's important that we don't get caught up in their story, but that we have compassion without a need to fix them. We can help and support 
but be very careful not to place your opinions or judgment on those who come to you for energy healing or guidance. Now, I know that you know you may think it makes sense to tell someone what to do, especially if they are seeking your guidance. But what may be the best option for you may not be in the best interest for someone else. So, for example, when I teach people how to connect with their intuition and how to read oracle cards, I remind them of the importance of staying out of their own story and to just read the energy of the client, to stay neutral and leave their opinions and judgment at the door. Now, I know what happens is that when we hear or witness what is going on with another person, we may become emotionally triggered. And of course we would. We are all connected and we can literally feel each other. We exchange energies and we are very tribal in nature. And we want to help each other. But sometimes the best way to help is to step back and allow people to choose how to navigate in their own way. Their lessons are their own and what they learn is for their own spiritual growth. You know, to simplify this really, um, it reminds me of when I was learning to ride a bike without training wheels and Yes, I'm sure it pained my mom to see me fall down and to crash into a parked bus. And yes, I really did that. But she knew the only way I would learn is by experiencing the falls, learning how to pick myself back up, and that it really wasn't a big deal to fall in the first place because I could get back up and try again. So this leads to the third key of braving the unknown, which is all about release of control and having the ability to allow. So we started with gratitude and trust, and now we're going to look at this last key of allowing. Now, when I first started exploring metaphysical science, Um, I did a lot of research to see what was out there. I wrote down the classes that resonated with me. I even wrote down the names of teachers I wanted to study with. And some of the courses were very expensive. And at the time, I didn't believe it was a good idea for me to make those investments. So I just wrote it all down and I let it go. I knew that when timing was right, I would have the opportunities to study everything that I looked into. The key really is that I didn't stress. I was open to allowing things to unfold however they were going to unfold and trusting that it would all be in harmony with my development. And then what was so interesting is about two years later, I was looking for something and I came across the notebook where I had written all of the classes down. And as I flipped through the notes, I realized that I had taken almost every course that I had written down. I'd even studied with teachers that I thought it would be impossible to study with. So um, as many of you know, I from listening to the show, I wanted to at one point learn Jikit and Reiki, 
but the only offerings for it at that time back then were in the UK and in Japan. But then about a year later, I met a woman who was hosting Frank Arjava Petter in San Diego. He was coming to teach Jikin and Reiki, and so I was able to study with him. And then um, in the beginning of my training, I really wanted to study with William Lee Rand. Um, he teaches Yusui Tibetan Reiki, or yeah, Yusui Tibetan Reiki, but his classes are not in San Diego. Um, but he ended up having a, a class in Seattle. And at the time, I received a message from a friend of mine who was living in Seattle, and they told me they were battling cancer. So I made the decision to go, and I ended up going to Seattle for master-level training, and I was able to do Reiki for my friend. And then, um, you know, there are countless examples of things that came up, and I was really fortunate enough to attend several different workshops and classes that I really didn't think were going to be a possibility. But what was interesting is even the things that I didn't put too much thought into, but I just were interested in, as soon as I kind of put it out there and I began to seek, the teachers would appear. Now, how did all of this happen? I knew what I wanted and I believed it was possible, but I wasn't attached to how or when things would unfold. I was truly in a space of gratitude, thankful for all I was learning and experiencing, and I began to realize that when I let go, things were allowed to move and breathe just like us. And when I was fixated or worried about something or holding on to a very specific outcome, things just didn't progress as smoothly. Now remember, it's all energy, and energy needs room to move. And your consciousness has a direct influence on the direction and on what materializes in physical form. So anyway, these are just a few examples um, of what came out of me trusting and letting go and ultimately allowing. And then here we are today. So like I said at the beginning of the show, um, it was just a few nights ago that I was in the shower and wondering why I came back into this incarnation beyond you know, learning and evolving as a soul. And I was thinking about what's to come and I got frustrated with the pending unknown. Now, I did allow myself to feel what I was feeling in that moment and I asked myself questions and I was questioning the universe and then I had to think back to all that I've experienced and witnessed over the last five years. Braving the unknown has led me down paths that I would have never imagined. I've grown and learned so much along the way but even more, taking risks and being open to possibility has led me right here with you. Now, as many of you know, I had no idea of what would come out of Reiki Radio. I was just hoping to find a new way of sharing information and 
you know, working on a way to move past my personal fear of exchanging with strangers. And as you've heard me say before, doing the show has been very rewarding. I have met some wonderful people and I've learned a lot about myself. And I've been very fortunate to be a part of so many of your journeys. So remaining in gratitude has opened me to receive in the highest and best ways and gratitude helps me maintain a clear perspective around what really matters to me. Then learning to trust has helped me learn how to manifest more consciously as well as move out of fear, doubt, and worry with more ease. And then finally, we had the allowing aspect. And by learning to allow things to unfold without need to control the outcome, I've experienced so many things that I'm grateful for, which were never part of my plan. Now, in all of this, I still took action to support the direction of my heart. I've used the tools that I've learned in energy healing and metaphysical science every day to help me maintain balance and to help me be more resilient when I do need to bounce back. So, you know, when we think about it, life is always about braving the unknown in some way, in one way or another, right? Change is constant. The opportunity to explore new directions are always there. When we awaken new desires and new curiosity as we grow and evolve, it often leads us down new paths. And just when we think we know where we're headed, life may shift. So do we ever really know what's ahead? Now, of course, we have goals and visions, but in the process of it all, the unknown is always a step ahead of us. We just have to be brave enough to face it. And just to be clear, this isn't just about, you know, a life path or career. We face the unknown in every aspect of our lives, including, you know, our relationships. And like I shared with you earlier, my mom had to face the unknown when her partner of over 30 years passed away. So we're faced with so many types of changes on these journeys. What you want may change. You will change. Life is always changing. And we can attain our goals and manifest our dreams into reality. But the details along the way we can never know for sure how life is going to play out. So keep these tools in mind. You want to journey with a heart full of gratitude. Always give thanks for what you've learned, what you have now, and what's to come. You also want to trust that there's purpose in all things and that all things are unfolding in your best interest. And then finally, release control so that you can allow the universe to present options far greater than you would have ever imagined. Just 
Remember that all of our experiences present opportunity for our growth. How you live your life and how you experience your life are influenced by your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. And all of this influences the choices you make and ultimately how the unknown will affect you. Just don't forget that you have choice. And like I shared with you today, I had no idea of which direction I was headed, and I was constantly presented with new opportunities. You know, I ended up teaching Reiki, and even now I teach new things like how to strengthen your intuition. It wasn't part of my plan, but the experience has really been amazing. Um, In fact, I am hosting the Strengthen Your Intuition class again. It's an online eight-week intensive, and the next one is starting in January. If you want more information on that, you can um, go to my website, uchi.com, and if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get more information about the course. And speaking of which, last week on the show, there were two students who took the course a few months ago, And they came on to share their experience. So thank you again to Michelle and Leslie. And if you missed the episode, you can listen in the archives. Sorry, I needed to take a sip of water. Okay, so before we go tonight, I want to remind you about the webinar that I hosted a few nights ago. Um, It is called Union of Self. And again, if you missed it, you can access the recording by signing up for my newsletter. And if you plan to listen to the webinar, just make sure you're in a space where you can meditate and take some notes. And to wrap up, before we go, I do want to leave you with some really good news. Now, as you know, this year was all about self-exploration and growth, and October really kicked it up a notch. And now as we enter November, we are being supported and living more in alignment with our hearts. But this is just the beginning. The upcoming year, 2015, is a universal year eight. And in the system of numerology, eight is the energy of prosperity and success. So if you have experienced a lot of change and release this year, now you can take a deep breath of relief and prepare to restructure or rebuild in the highest and best way for you. And remember to check in with yourself every now and then to see where you're focusing your energies. Be mindful of your thoughts and the stories you tell yourself. And as we prepare for the new year, continue to release what no longer serves you. Really start to take the time to love and nurture yourself on all levels because you deserve it. So that's all for today. Thank you again for joining me, and be sure to tune in next week. We're going to explore creation consciousness, which reminds me, tomorrow is the full moon. So if you want to prepare for the full moon, be sure to download my free Manifesting Consciously um, workbook, which you can access again by going to my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. I hope you all have a beautiful evening.